Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Ayn Hey Amid Beis, where the Mishnah goes back to the subject of Hoytzah on Shabbos. In this Mishnah, we'll begin uh, a new klal, which will continue in many other Mishnayis carrying into the next Pedic and to the following Pedic as well. When it comes to the Malach of Hoytzah, there has to be a particular shear of the size of the amount of food or whatever item it is that you take out that's fit for its particular use. If you take something out on Shabbos, from Rishus HaYachit to Rishus HaRabim, or vice versa, and it's something which is too small to be used for anything. It's not stored, it's not used, it's usually thrown in the garbage, so your malacha which was done was pointless, then there's no Isra of Eitzah, But there has to be a particular shear, it has to be useful, it has to be a size that's going to be kept, and the, this mission will begin this subject, and there will be a discussion going on. Many, many Mishnah is discussing shiurim of all kinds of items. Zakta Mishnah v'oid klal ache omru. In addition to the klal Godel mentioned in the beginning of the Pedic, there was another klal that was said pertaining to the Malach of Hitzah, which is as follows. Kol any time a person takes out an item, which is kosher which means a person stores it away. It's something that people will use. It's fit for human use. And it's a large enough of a size that people consider it to be big enough to use. And he took it out on Shabbos. So then, he'll be for taking it out. You'll be chay of chatos for this. V'chol she'ein If it's an item that's not meant for human beings to use. It's something that people don't care for. They'll throw it out. Or ve'ein matzniyin kamayu. Even if it's something that is something that, that people do use, but it's not large enough. It's something that is not choshev because of its size. V'hayitziyoi b'shabes. And he took it out on Shabbos. Eine chayev ela matzniyoi. If this particular individual did store it, and then he takes it out, so we see that for him, because he stored it, he shows that he's, for him it's significant enough, then it'll be chayiv. But for any other person that takes it out, we, so we consider it to be too small or not fit for use, so therefore it'll be potter. We learned in the Mishnah, something that people will store away. Then you chayiv. What would this exclude? This excludes the blood of a nida, which has absolutely no use, and therefore it's thrown out. person keeps it, then he takes it out on Shabbos, then he's going to be potter. The Mishnah comes to exclude a branch a part of an Asheda tree, which is Avidizara, and it's Asabahana. So you're obligated to get rid of it, you're not allowed to have any Anna of it. You take this out on Shabbos as zero use, and therefore you putter. Now the Gemara clarifies, Man the one that said that it comes to exclude the case of Dam Nidom, which has no purpose, Definitely he would agree that this applies to which not only has no purpose, but it's actually it's forbidden to have any benefit from it. So definitely it's not a malach of when it's something that you're not allowed to have any benefit from it. The one that says that if you take out a branch from an asheda, which you're not allowed to have a no, that 
you won't be chayv for the melacha of Aitzah. Aval dam nida mitznale But the blood of a nida could be kept in some cases to feed for a cat. So therefore, it's not something which is completely useless. Now, the other opinion that says that even Dam Nida as well cannot be used at all, and therefore if you take it out in Shabbos, you potter. The answer is, Saving it, keeping it, and feeding it for a cat is, is not a good thing. It brings chlishes to the person. And therefore, it shouldn't be saved for a cat either. In usual cases, it's not saved for this purpose, and therefore you potter. You have a similar concept in the Gemara and Nida, which is more known regarding nails of a person. That the nails of a person should be burnt or should be discarded and not uh, be left around because it's a sakana if you walk on them. Similar concept over here, it tastes over there, compares the two. Similar concept over here regarding the Dam Nida, that it shouldn't be kept. So, therefore, if a person takes it out on Shabbos, according to this opinion, you'd be potter. Om Rabbi Yaisi Bar Chanina, now Rabbi Yaisi Bar Chanina said, Hai, the loik Rab Shimon. This Mishnah here is not following the opinion of Rab Shimon. Our Mishnah that says that if people will regularly use this and will regularly use this size, then anybody would be high for this. We're not going to look at the individual to see, are you using this size? Is this a size that for you is significant enough? It doesn't matter. If people, if the average people will use this size, so then you'll be chayev. So this point is not like Rab Shimon. Because if it follows Rab Shimon, what did Rab Shimon say in the next Patek here? All these shiurim mentioned here in the Mishnah is for somebody that's in that average level. And he, Taki, usually will store something in this average size. But if it's somebody that's rich, for somebody that this size, the average size is worthless for him, is insignificant for him when he carries on Shabbos, so then the size is not going to suffice. He won't be chayev. Only if it's a larger size that a person like him will deem significant, will he be chayev. Therefore, he argues with this concept that the Tana here says that the average size is enough for everybody to be chayev. This is Rashi's pshat over here. There's other pshatim. Taisus brings another pshat. Maybe we'll see tomorrow when we learn the opinion of Rab Shimon later. We learned in the next case of the Mishnah. If it's something that people don't usually keep, or a size that people don't usually keep, so then only the individual that stored it before and made it clear that for him it is chashuv will he be chayev. For anybody else, though, you'll be potter. This statement from the Seifa of the Mishnah does not follow the opinion of Rab ben Elazar. Tanya, we learned in Abraise, Klal Om Rabshim ben Elazar. Rabshim ben Elazar said the following rule. Kol something that's not fit for storing. And the size is small enough to be stored. But for this individual, he wants it or needs it and he does store it. And now somebody else comes and takes this item and takes it out on Shabbos. The individual that took it out on Shabbos will be chayiv since somebody else took it and stored it and gave it significance. So, so therefore, whoever carries it, even if you, for you, you did not store it, and you did not show that it's significant for you, but since somebody else stored it, that's enough that you'll be chayev through his machshavah, through the fact that he was machshavit, that you, when you take it out, you chayev. 
very interesting concept. This uh, one person could be machsha for somebody else <coughs> to be mechayev, even though for you it's insignificant. Zok de teven pi So now the Mishnah begins with various different shiurim of sizes of how large it has to be to be significant for its intended use. So if you take out teven, which is a, a, a straw, processed straw that's used for a, for a cow. So if it's the size of a maloi pipara, the mouthful of a cow, or the next case, eitza, kimaloi pi gamal, eitza, which we'll see in the Gemara is another kind of straw that's the feed of the food for a, ca- for a camel. So this the mouthful of a camel. Amir, straw, yet another kind of straw, kimaloi pi tle, the mouthful of a lamb. Asavim, kimaloi pigdi, grass, the mouthful of a kid. Aleishum, Okay, so, so so far we have all these different cases. What we see here in the Mishnah is that what is the shear? The shear is according to the size of what it's used for. It has to be kimuloipi pada, if it's used for a pada, and so on. Each one according to the shear that it's used for. Alei shom bitsalim leaves of garlic or leaves of, of, of onions. Lachem, if they are moist, kegraigiris. Then the size is a fig, a dried fig, which is the shear that's always used for human consumption. So the, the moist leaves that are, people could eat, so the shear will be the size of how, how large a person eats, which is a gregoris. Yveshem, if they're dry and it's not eaten by people, then kemoloi pigdi, then the size is as large as the mouthful of a kid. The shiurim in the Mishnah cannot be combined one with another. If you're going to have partially a, a, a mouthful of a pota and partially the mouthful of a gomel, two halves, a little bit of uh, teven, a little bit of eitza, and combine them both together, it will not combine. Since their shiurim are not the same, so we don't combine them. The Gemara will discuss more in detail about this combination of two different shiurim. What is the eitze that's mentioned in the Mishnah? It's straw comes from kinds of beans. So that's a different kind of straw for, that's designated for camels. When Ravdimi came, Omari said as follows. A person took out the straw, the processed straw, that's usually designated for cows. And he took out the amount for the mouthful of a cow. But legomal, he took it out for the purpose to feed a camel. A camel feeds usually from Eitzah, and it feeds a larger amount. And he took out a smaller amount of Teven for the purpose of feeding a camel. Rav Yechenen says he's Chayev. Mara says an interesting thing. Beorta uh, at night, <coughs> or Beorta means the next day uh, after the entire night. Rav Yechelen thought it over. Om Rav Yechelen Hachi. No, sorry. Let me let me repeat this again. Beorta Om Rav Yechelen Hachi at night. Rabbi Yechenin said his opinion that in such a case you would be chayev, but then Litzafra, the next morning, Hodebe, he retracted his opinion. And he agreed to Reish Lakish that in such a case you'd be Potter. Um, Rav Yesef, so Rav Yesef commented about this, Shapir Oved Hodder. He did well the fact that he retracted his opinion. And now he explains why, why would you be Potter here. The Hale Chazi 
he was taking it out for the camel and it's not fit for the feet of the camel. It's, it's too small for the amount of the camel. Amalei Abaye, Abaye disagrees. Adarab, on the contrary, like Rav Yechenin said in the beginning that you should be chayiv, makes more sense logically. What he took out is large enough to be fit for the potom, and therefore it does have the shear. It's something which is fit for storing. It's fit for, for putting away and useful for a potom. The fact that now he took it out for a gomol doesn't matter. It's a size that's fit enough to be stored and to be used. So he'll be chayiv. Elo, so rather, kios, rovin omar omar, when rovin came. So he repeated the machloikis of Rabbi Yechanan and Eshlokesh different than the way Rav Dimi reported it before. So Omar, he said as follows, If you take out the straw, the size for a potter, for the mouthful of a cow, and you're doing it for the purpose of feeding a camel, everybody will agree in such a case, you're chayiv, because you're taking out an amount that is fit for the potter, it's the mouthful of the potter, and therefore it's significant to be chayiv for it. Kipligi, one was the argument as follows, you take out the eitzah, which is the straw coming from beans that's usually used for a camel. There's a larger amount, a bigger shear that's usually used for the mouthful of a camel. And you took out this straw, a smaller amount, only enough for a cow to feed a cow. And the argument, the opinions of Rabbi Yechen and Neish Lakish are the opposite of what we mentioned before. Rabbi Yechen and Potter. Rabbi Yechenin was the one that said in this case you would be potter. And Ishlokish Omar Chayev. And Ishlokish said you'd be Chayev. So before we said Rabbi Yechenin said Chayev and Ishlokish is the one that said potter. And here Ravin reported the opposite. And the Gemara will now explain the rationale of each of their opinions. Rabbi Yechenin Omar Potter. Rabbi Yechenin says you'd be potter in such a case. Achila al yedeyat chak loishma achila. Eating something which is not the normal kind of food that it eats. Something that only if you're in a uh, situation, you have nothing else, then you eat this. This is not considered to be achila, and therefore it's not significant for haitzah. So the para does not usually eat this kind of a straw. This eitzah is designated for a camel. So you took out a smaller amount than what it's usually made for, for the cow that doesn't usually eat this. So therefore it's not significant. The malacha that you did is insignificant because it doesn't usually eat this. Shlokish Omar, Shlokish says, Chayev, you will be Chayev, Achila, al yedeat chak, shma Achila. Even if it doesn't usually eat this, but if it would be very hungry and there's nothing else available, it would eat this, and therefore you took out the Eitzah, smaller amount than what it usually requires, the mouthful of a camel, and here was only the mouthful for a uh, cow, to feed a cow, b'diyeved al yedeat chak, you would eat it, that is significant enough to be high for the Haitzah. Going on to the next thing mentioned in the Mishnah, Omir Kimeloi Pitle. Taking out Omir, which is also a kind of straw, for the mouthful of Etle. That's the amount to be high. For Hatanya, asks the Gemara, but we learned in Abraise Kigraigiris that the shear of taking out this straw is the size of a fig, of a dry fig. Answers the Gemara, Idi Veidi Chat Shiyura. The mouthful of the of the lamb and the mouth and the shear of a gregoris of a dry fig is the same. The tan of the Mishnah 
as Taisus here explains, tells you the shear of Moloi Pitle because that's what its purpose is for. That's what it's used for. So it's explaining to you what the shear is about. But really, it has the same shear as a Gregoris, which is the shear for something that's eaten by people. Next thing it said in the Mishnah, Ale Shom Ale Bitsalim Lachim Kegregoris. The Yevashim Kimloi Piagdi. You have these leaves, if they're moist, then it's a gregoris, a person could eat it. If it's dry, so then it's for the mouthful of a kid. And then the Mishnah said, We don't combine these shiurim one with another, because their shiurim are not equal. explained, you cannot be mitztarev to what's more chomer. Chomer, in this case, as Rashi explains, means the size, the smaller size. What requires a smaller size is called chomer because it's more stringent. You'd be chayv on Shabbos even with a smaller size. So you can't be mitzarev to a smaller size. Avon mitztarevin lekal shebehen. But you could be mitzarev to a kal to be mashlim. What's uh, something that's more chashev could be mashlim, something which is kal, meaning it requires a larger size so that you could be mitzadav too. If you have something which has more chashivas, because even a smaller size you'd be chayev for, so then it could be combined to something that needs a larger size because it has less chashivas. But if it's the other way around, if you're being mitzadav something that has less chashivas, it requires a larger size to be chayev. You want to be mitzadav that to something that has a smaller size, and has, uh, has more chshivis, then you can't be mitzarev. So the Mishnah, the statement of the Mishnah is not always true. It depends if it's to kal or to chomer. So the Gemara questions this. You have two different things that don't have the same shiur. Mi mitzarefin, is there any case that I could say that you could be of them? But what nan? Learned in a Mishnah, and this is regarding the Tum of Amedris, which we had a couple of times before here in the Gemara. The Tum of Amedris is a Zov, where in a case that he sits on something, even if he doesn't touch it, but he's just uh, sitting or lying or putting his weight on something, leaning on something, that's the Medris that he puts his weight on something. If it's designated for that, then it will be Tommy. So the Mishnah here, a Mishnah in Kalim, gives us the minimum size of various different materials that could be considered designated for this and useful to weigh, to weigh, uh, to put your weight on it or to sit on it, and therefore it become tummy. Habeged, a garment, a woolen garment, gimel al gimel, three by three tfachim. Hasak, a sack cloth which is made from goats here, as we learned already earlier in the Gemara. Dalid al dalid, four by four. Ha'ir, the uh, leather hide made from the hide of an animal. Hey al hey, five by five tfachim. Mapots is a machzeles, okay, a machzeles is vav al vav, it's the tip of my tongue, I'm sorry, it's six by six tvachim. So we have various different sizes over here, a mat, okay, that's what it is, a mapot is a mat. V'toni Allah, and we learned about this in Abraisa, ha-beged v'hasak, the bege, the garment, together with a sack, with the, the sack cloth. Hasak v'ha'oir, the sack cloth, together with the hide of an animal. Ha'oir v'ha'mapots, the hide of the animal, together with a mat. Mitztarfen zeh They could combine with one another to make up the size, the minimum size necessary that it should be tummy. V'omir abshemin, 
says Rav Shimon regarding this, Ma Tam, what's the reason you could combine them? Because they all have the, the, common, the common usage that the person will sit on it, the person will use it, even if you combine two different things together. So therefore, they're combined to be used for the same purpose. So now the Gemara says, Time, uh, the reason why we allow this combination, that it should become fit for Tomah, because they are fit to be used for the person to sit on them. So therefore, it becomes Tomah. But if they're not used together, if the person doesn't use them together, so then you, you would not combine these two different things. So applying it back to our Gemara, if you have these different things that are used for different animals and they're not they're not combined together there's the tevin that's used for the cow there's the eitzah used for the gummel there's the other straw there's the omir used for the tle and so on so they're they're not used together at all so how what would be the basis to combine them in any circumstance Marave says Rave here also sometimes a person would combine them not for feeding but in another circumstance it is fit to be together in a case where a person is putting it out as a presentation, as an example. When a person puts out, let's say, in a storefront where he's selling these uh, animal feed and he, and he presents the different feeds that he has, so very often a person will combine them together. As Rashi explains, if you make small piles, very small piles, the wind will blow it away. So he might want to combine a few different things together to have a bigger pile so it won't be blown away. So we see that there is a scenario where it's combined together and therefore it could be combined in some cases, as the Gemara explained before, for the shear of Haitzah on Shabbos. Taking out foods that a person eats, so the shear is a kegregeres, the size of a dried fig, and yechayef. And you could be mitzarev, all kinds of different foods, one with another. Because they have the same shear of a kegregeris. You cannot combine, you do not combine together with the food to make up the full shear, not the shell, the peels, the garinean, not the pits, the octeian, and not the stems. The suban umursanon. And also the suban, which is the, um, the bran. Suban is the more coarse brand, and Morsanon is a finer brand, also is not combined. The shell of Adashim, of, of, of lentils, could be combined because it is cooked together. It is combined and cooked together, and therefore you could combine them to the shear of the Gregoris, the minimum size to be chayiv in Hitzah. So we learned in the Mishnah, the two kinds of brands of the kernel of wheat they will not be combined for the shear. But we learned in a Mishnah regarding Chalem, the minimum size of a dough that would be Chayev and Chala would be five, uh, five quarters of of a kav of chala, and a bit more, chayav and bachala would be chayav and chala. And then the Mishnah says, hein v'subanon umursanon. In this amount, we include the <coughs> the flour from the from the kernel, including the um, subin and the mursan, and is also about the the um, subin is also part of it. The bran 
that was grinded together with the flour is also makes up the full amount of the shear. We include that in the shear. So in our Mishnah it says regarding carrying on Shabbos, we don't include it in the shear. Regarding the minimum size of the dough for the challah, we do. What's the difference? So the Gemara explains, Amun Abayet says it's a different thing. Over there, when it comes to challah, we have to look at what makes up the name, this, the, the, the existence of lechem, of challah. Shekain oni oichel pitoi be'isa a poor person would eat bread even when it's mixed in with this bran, even if it's not white, perfect flour, he also includes it. And therefore, as Rashi explains, it's called lechem ha'aretz. The obligation of challah is to take from lechem ha'aretz. So since an ani, a poor man, eats it this way, it's, it's considered to be, could be defined as lechem ha'aretz. So it's included in the amount, the minimum amount necessary. But regarding Shabbos, we have to look at what is chasha for most people to take out, and the morson, the suban, and the morson, and these two types of brands are usually not included, and therefore you'd not be, you wouldn't be chayev. Zakti The next thing it said in the Mishnah, adashin. Sorry, Rabbi Yudai me chutz miklipi adashin. Besides the lentils, the the the. the um, Shells of the Adashim, because Hamizbashli Simon, which are cooked together with them. Ask the Gemara, Adashim in, pull in loy. This is only regarding Adashim and not regarding, regarding other beans, which are also should also be the same halacha. Vahatanyu, and we actually learned in Abraise, Rabbi Yehuda Oimel, Chutz Miklipe, pull in Adashim. That except in a case with the shells of both uh, pulin and adashim, even beans as well, we say that since it's cooked together with the shells, therefore it can combine to the size, the minimum size to take it out on Shabbos. Answers the Gemara loikashia. It's not a question. Ho bechaditi, ho batiki. If it's beans that are fresh, so then it's cooked in the shells, and that will combine to the shear. But if it's old or older, and then people do not combine the shells, people do not cook it with the shells, so then it will not be combined. And the Gemara explains, Atiki, my time Meloi, why if it's older shells, does it not combine and you would not be chayev? Because it becomes black, as Rashi explains, and it looks like that you have, uh, it's not, people don't want to eat this. It looks like you have flies in your pot. You're cooking something that's black that you won't eat. It just looks like flies in your pot. And therefore, it does not combine to the full shear. Hadron Allah Klal Godl, Hadron Allah Klal Godl, Hadron Allah Klal Godl. We finished this Pedic, Baruch Hashem. In Mitzvah Shem tomorrow, we will continue with the next Pedic.